I'm telling you, man. Hey, fam. Welcome back to yet another amazing episode of I'm Telling You. I'm telling you. Dude, I don't know what to do when you do that voice. I'll be honest. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I got nowhere to go from there. I'm just I'm telling you. Know, you. They, they do Ethel works so much better for me. I love a good Ethel. I mean, come on. <laughs> Especially coming out of the green room. But yeah, no, this is uh, Philly D. Mr. Gemini. Yeah, and uh, as always, we like to start our programs with uh, please reach out to us, hit us up, send us some emails, you know what I mean? ITY at directionsandmusic.org. Yeah, it's all three of us. Individually. Individually? <laughs> oh, you're so racist, bro. But yeah, individually, you can hit up Mr. Gemini, G-E-M-I-N-I at directionsandmusic.org. Or you can hit up Philly D, P-H-I-L-L-Y. <laughs> at directionsofmusic.org. But yeah, yeah, first time listeners, this is a 30-year friendship between me and this jackass. And now we got us a fact checker. We uh, we talk like, you know, music, movies, life, uh, metaphysics, anything and everything. But we lace in, you know, tons of dad jokes and movie quotes and whatever else. Yeah, and, uh, and sometimes we get a, we get a studio guest, which tonight we, uh, we got a guy. You want to introduce yourself, my friend? Yeah, what's up, guys? I'm Tita. I'm a I'm an artist out of Omaha, Nebraska. So literally, all we have is corn and uh, college football. And um, <laughs> you know, I just uh, I'm just here because you know I finally got an album that just released, which is on. It's basically me, my soul put onto some songs. So yo, I like that. My soul on. You know what I mean? Like, dude, it's, cause that, it's my art. You know, like. But that's what real music's supposed it to be. It comes from the heart, you know. It's it, it, and that's yeah. Well, that's why I like music evolution. I don't. I I won't play pop radio bullshit. I'm gonna play stuff that's you know typically call you know air quotes underground, non mainstream music, which to me that stuff usually has a hell of a lot more heart to it because they're like there isn't the the studio execs and like the engineers be like you know you really should change this one line you know we just the the, the legal department feel you know, fuck you this is art. <laughs> This is open for interpretation. You know, how dare you, you tell me tell what my words really mean? Dude, pff, <laughs> fuck your couch. That's what I'm saying. But that's, and that's the the cool thing with that is, you know, because I, I believe in the idea of having that, uh, you know, anonymity, having that independence, being able to do it. I mean, that's, you know, so to me, underground's the only way to do it. Never put my feet on another. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> I mean, you don't have, you don't have someone like saying like, we just want you to wear this and look like this and put out this and actually just change your name and your song and title and everything or else you won't get paid. You know what I mean? Yo, you watch that, you, uh, that, yeah, the RZA, right? The Wu-Tang series. Dude, I got that same shit in my head, bro. Get out of my head. Have yeah. you watched that? The, yeah, uh, Wu-Tang, the American saga. Yeah. No, I've never seen it. Oh, bro. Dude, you gotta watch that. Bro, you gotta watch but it. that's a Hulu, right? Is it on YouTube? I don't. I think Hulu is its. Uh, but I mean, dude, at that point, you can pretty much find it anywhere. I'm probably, sure, you can find it somewhere else. If you got friends like yeah. we do, you don't have to pay for anything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, apparently that's what happened to Rizzo. Like early on. Yeah, because well, he got um, roped into this thing. Rakim. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and there was pretty. And he was like, "This is no joke." They put it up where there's the vinyl and shit, and it's him like wearing a fucking tux and stuff. And it's just like that's. That's not Rizza, bro. That's, that's not him. That is not him. Not even a little bit. They had fucking tails and shit. Like, <laughs> the fuck is this vaudevillian? Like, dude, this is. I'm not. I'm not a fucking dancing. Are you shitting me right now? Like, what am I a waiter? Oh yeah, dude. I know. How I'm am like I a, here to amuse you? What am I like you a clown? Me up like a penguin. Yeah, no. Nah, but but that's yeah. No, I that's, wear uh, pinstripes. 
<laughs> that's a solid uh, um, representation, I feel, about that kind of stuff. Which, I mean, that's the big thing is, you know, Wu-Tang was definitely something that changed the music industry. Well, see, because see, uh, that experience, I think, taught him a lot. You yeah, know, that if, you, if that's if that's written, I mean, it's not written accurately. It's what, it, what was, accurately. What was the term they used? Uh, it was historical fiction. Yeah, historical fiction. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I liked it. That I mean, I, I I felt like enough of it was true. I mean, I don't know all the truth behind, but it had a very real feel, and it it kind of felt like I was growing with that part of my life where I was discovering their music like all over again and understanding yeah. it from a from a visual perspective now you know what i mean like you have right, to right no absolutely it. you have to and, and i think it. the yeah. thing with uh with uh music today is they're not looking for music anymore they look for image they look for for what sells or what you know what i mean like they want this you to look like this or dress like this and if you don't have the image but you have the music it doesn't get out there well i think that now with how many you know how many streaming platforms and all these other areas i think the best music possible is underground because if you look underground, it's where they don't like. Like we said at the beginning, you, you, there's no strings, there's no attachments, there's no like pressure. It's just you making your own music, well, and that's, that's what I that's what I would not, think. Nightmare, is. like you, nightmare. Ni I have nightmare is literally a collection of emotions put on put into order. Yeah, you know, and it's pretty cool. Well, I mean, that's the thing is having multiple platforms now because, I mean, you got like SoundCloud and Spotify and like there's so many outlets where people can just put their... Dude, you don't need a record label anymore. You don't need executives. You don't need an A&R. Like, you don't need any of that shit. You just need to make your music and get it out there. I think that's one of the great things about, you know, nowadays technology that I think is being utilized in a very positive fashion. You really are getting a resurgence of this uh, underground you know, non-mainstream stuff because people are so irritated, I guess, by the the studio or ad aspect where it's like so cookie cutter. You know, so when you get yeah. this raw expression, in, you know, and it's I, just, I mean, and I'm I'm different than most too because I'm like a little harder to impress when it comes to that because like, I mean, my favorite I think hip hop album of all time is is Genius to Jizza, Liquid Swords, Liquid Swords, man, like no doubt. Well, I mean, um, you know, but that's not what okay. most people would consider like top notch. But it's like to me, the, manufa the, the manufacturing music is different from like putting, being able to stack lyrics the way that that he does, and that that everyone that was involved with that album and the artistic finished product of that was just like it was genius. There was no other way to put it. Oh, agreed, agreed. I mean, it was a from Rizza and Jizza. It was an absolute immaculate production. Uh, I mean, I think the, and this is what, you know, going back to the previous conversation in the green room when it comes to mixing and mastering an album, it's putting the right tracks in the right spot with the right sound so that it plays from start to finish as an actual representation of a full idea theme or, you know what I mean? Like it, it has to tell that story. I mean, it's like it, and, it's, and it's weird because it can affect you on so many different levels. Like I think the one time, just because I was curious about a particular like word in a line, I looked up a song and it was, um, what was it, Also Simple? Was that the name of it? Um, I'm not sure if that's the exact title. And, I, and I read like. it and just stand alone as, as, as a piece of, of literature, it was genius. Like, Agreed. The way, the way that you can rhyme like that and, and really tell a story, but like you can hear it just for the, just for the wordplay of it on a whole different level. Like, I mean, and that's one of the albums that I could I could fall into or I could listen to in the background 
Like it was... Dude, I mean, I don't know about you, but anytime I hear, when I was, I'm just like, oh my gosh, yes. Oh my gosh. Dude, it just, it instantly invokes. You know, you get like three words and I'm just like, I'm going to do that. Dude, and I'm... I'm you know, <laughs> they cut off the heads of 131 yeah, dude, lords. I'm grabbing yeah. the freaking knob and I'm turning it to max volume. I'm like, fuck yeah, liquid swords. <laughs> like, dude, I can't, I cannot. Oh my God, yeah. You see you using Your an old style. title is called Kennedy So Simple. Yes. And as far as watching the episodes, yes, you can find some of them full episode links on YouTube. If not, it's on IMBD and Hulu. IMBD is free. I'm I'm pretty sure the dark web has Thank God for her, right? (laughs) I tell you, bro. I tell you. You will catch it and you will love it. You'll see what I'm saying. Like, like Yeah, I'm definitely going to check it out. That series is is hot shit because it... It kind of reminds me of like when I first started listening to was Thirty Six Chambers came out, and that was just like Enter the Thirty Six Chamber. Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Yeah, Wu Tang Enter the Thirty Six. Yeah, come on, yes. come on, bro. Because it was it was a play on a on a Shaolin. Yes, yeah, man. Yeah, the Thirty Six really? Chamber. Well, yeah, that was the thing. Is the movie was so there was only technically thirty five chambers, and then this individual who more or less, you know, um, <laughs> he wanted to take it worldwide, baby. <laughs> well, not, but it wasn't even so much that, but he actually did the thirty five chambers backwards. So yeah. you're supposed to go one to thirty five. Did the hardest it, first. Yeah, he went from the hardest down to the end. Like so, I mean, it was multiple multiple things that this individual did, but. Yeah, they're they're referencing most of the you know because I mean for them kung fu really is a, a, a huge, ma- I mean like just a massive influence. It's like it's not just a piece; it's like a massive chunk of. Oh, that's right. He went in on the on the day with with the other like basically black belt students, and they were like, "No, no, no, you can't come in that way. You have to come in this way." And he was like, "Oh shit!" And then yeah, right after that, wasn't it? He just he just decided to take. He's like, "You teach because they were getting ready to kick him out." And it was like, prove yourself. And he was like, look, if you can teach me the hardest thing and, and I fail, get me out of here. But I won't give up. Well, yeah, and that was you the know? thing. Is, yeah, he kept going from, yeah, literally chamber to chamber to chamber. But the 36th chamber was, he wanted to be able to go out into the world and teach it. Well, yeah, he had mastered all the others and they said, you know, hey, you can now create your own chamber. What do you want to do? And he says, I want to take it to the world. And they're like, we can't do that. And the old time master was just like, wait a minute. So how deep is that shit? You know, it's just like woo world order. That's what, but and that's and that's, that's what that was all about. Like, but again, that's why I, that was such a massive influence. Then was like, hey, let's do this backwards. I mean, think about it. Normally, it's hey, you get a single artist and then they bring their crew up. They came out as a crew and said, "Fuck your couch. This is how we roll." <laughs> and here right. we have thirty six chambers. And you know, I mean, it's a masterpiece in and of itself. You know, I mean, it just. And it's it's almost like you can see that getting put together by watching the show, which is what makes it. It's it's not like something in addition to. It's like it should have been there the whole time. I mean, y'all got, yeah. y'all got me pumped to watch it for sure. I, <laughs> I mean, well, I, I mean, I'm not getting, I'm ready to check I'm out not getting paid for this. I'm just saying. <laughs> but that's the thing to us is Wu Tang is such a representation of you know more than just music, and I think that's the the honest core of what Wu Tang is is it's more than just music. It's family. Is he, it's is loyalty. He, is he dead? Is, is he dead? Will you fucking be? Is he dead? Please, he's out of the streets. Please, like a newborn baby. Fucking all types Place of blood. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. They, I think that's awesome because, like, when you guys speak of Wu Tang, like, that's what I think of when I think of atmosphere. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's just it's it's, it's crazy how there's a raw like, originality to it that right, yeah. and and how they can just 
change everything. You know, like they don't just change music. They change like how you view music, how you listen to music, how, what you feel when you hear music. And, and I think that's what truly defines an artist. I mean, anyone can get on a song and, and, and talk, you know, anyone can put together a couple of rhymes, like play, way, day. But it's when you start getting to those, those complex lyrics that still say something but you know you didn't have to force it just to make it rhyme, but it rhymes anyways. Those are the kind of songs that like I gravitate to. And I think that Atmosphere does that perfectly because he never, it's like he's never trying to force it. He just, he's saying what he's saying and it just so happens to rhyme. But when it rhymes, it rhymes not because, not because it's a rhyming word, but because he rhymed it. You know what I mean? Like he made it rhyme. Not, not, not the fact that it's two words no, coming together. No one else can and, do that. And that's what I love. You write it down on paper. It makes no sense. Well, so no, <laughs> but, but, but when he says it, he says it in this way that's just like, holy, Okay, I hear you. I hear you. Well, and that's the thing to me is like Slug is very intelligent in his expression, but he also has that like Nas style flow where it may not exactly rhyme, but yet how he says what he says, there's a rhythm, there's a cadence, and you get sucked into it regardless. So it's like, you know what I mean? Dude, yeah, his cadence is is unprecedented. Like it's it's not even. I don't even hear it. He's a storyteller. I mean, that's that, and that same thing with Nas. Nas was he wasn't an MC. He was a storyteller. I mean, yep. that's, that's literally what it was. Tupac was a poet. Tupac <laughs> is a monster. Dude, was, okay, Tupac's Tupac, the only artist that can drop an album tomorrow and everything. You know, like, it's, <laughs> he's been gone for all these years. But, you know, it, I, 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 I hate to go back to it, but I, I, I can't tell you enough how much atmosphere influenced me because, like, some of his lyrics, like, the thing was, I could, you could be anywhere in the world and go through anything, but anything I was going through, I could find an atmosphere song, and he would explain to me how to not feel that way anymore, or how to, That's like, get awesome. through feeling that way, yeah. you know, and, and, and I, and, 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 like, I didn't even have to search that long, like, I could listen to his album, and I could be having the worst day of my life, and by the end of it, I had a solution, and this is all from music, like, you know, like, you can't teach that, you can't, you can't, you can't have a remedy the way music is because the only, like that has been the remedy for, for any situation I'm going through because like I can find a song. It can, it, I can work through the emotions of what I'm going through and that, and, and I can literally come to a solution based off hearing that song because that song has a way of moving me so much that I can come up with an idea in my head on how to get through it. Well, and you, nothing does that like music. You nothing. were saying, you know, it affects you, but at the same time, you also said that it affected and helped your relationship you know, when you're able to communicate something directly from the heart with no concern about whatever anybody thinks about it, because it was just like, I'm going to get this out there. And when, right. When and you're, received, you're thinking was, about nightmare. And like, yeah, the, the, the thing, like when I wrote, when I, my entire life, I, I was, I've been running and hiding and so afraid of what people like, if I, if I tell people what's going on with me, they may not understand. So like when I did it and then the song that came after it, like that is a true expression of just, like finding that light at the end of the not a lot not the light at the end of the tunnel it's finding that Relief. that inner you like, and the fact that i didn't have to be afraid anymore and and not only wasn't i afraid anymore like i got to tell someone like the biggest fear of my life and they didn't hate me for it not only did they not hate me for it they accepted me more because of it so that like god man dude night, nightmare is, is uh, I, I, I can't even explain to you but I mean, and I can speak for everybody, and, and, but like when I, when I listen to music, I need an emotional connection to it. You know what I mean? Right. Like there has to be some kind of something meaty there for me to sink my teeth into. Like otherwise I yeah. just, I can't, it doesn't hold my attention. 
So like all the popcorn stuff that you hear, like I, I can't, I don't even keep up with any of that because I don't, I don't like it. Like I just don't understand it. Bro, but I like, can't. Bro, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a 25 year old, you know, homeless, going through addiction, dude. I don't want to hear about a big screen TV in your, you but, know, Tahoe or like all the women you got in your back seat, dude. I want to hear how you had an issue or, or or a problem that you worked through and how you got through it and the people that you affected along the way. I don't, I don't want to hear about all the money you have or all that. All that's cool. That's, that's materialistic stuff, man. I want to hear the heart of a person. And that's what I do in my music. Like a lot of my music, it, it, it stems around like a, a singular situation I'm going through and I can't get through it. So I have to make a song because I don't know what else to do with it. And then the, and, and, and you know what I mean? And that's how that, that becomes that outlet for how I, for how I move forward in that situation. And dude, it's, it's, when I look at artists, man, I just, it's crazy today because all the people that make it, they have this one box that they're in. They, they have to fit this box. Yep. And, and I even say that in one of my rhymes. I say that I don't fit any description or a box that you can fit in because like, I will never ever have someone tell me how to express myself in a song. I will never fit a box that, that like the, like drugs, violence and sex cells and all that. But like, like, dude, I'm going to write about what's going on with me and, and my more. emotions attached to it. I need more guns, more violence, more guy do freaking the carnival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, that's... Exactly. Yeah, but it's, that's, it's a box. It's, dude, it's, it's, dude and, and I don't know, and man. It is a An Another artist It's who, a trap. Who, like, you want to you improve the world around you, right? I mean, ideally. Right. Ideally, Like, if it's yeah. a world that you want to live in, like, you've been down that other road. Like, you, you know, where... Dude, you don't want to go there. You know what I'm saying? That's the message. So you I'm not going to rap. About, I'm not going to glorify it. Exactly. That's the message you got to put out. It's like, yo, life is so much better right now. <laughs> no matter how that hard. Sucks. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, man. And, and but but that's that's what that's what the, the mainstream is, man. It's about glorifying things that that literally self-aggrandization. You said it that time. You, yeah, but it was an appropriate time. It wasn't a joke. <laughs> it was a literal it reference wasn't appropriate and expression time. of. Yeah. Yeah, I feel mine, mine was. I feel a lot of judgment from this area. Fucking right. <laughs> over here. Judge of Source Rex over here. 3.4. I'm going to drink some Christmas and Hollis. I'm going to drink some. Yeah, I can jump off the high dive. Ooh. Oh, Have you guys this, ever heard of Macklemore? Yeah, of course. Okay, so Macklemore comes from addiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've uh, I've seen a couple interviews with him. Okay, so he has he has a couple songs. Starting over is one of them, and he talks about um, how he had to he got he he got a little famous and he and he relapsed. And he said and he's talking about how he has to look his dad in the face, like about telling him that he relapsed. And he talks about being at a meeting, dude. I'm driving in my car the first time I ever hear that song, and I'm freaking like screaming like dude this is exactly because i just relapsed at the time and he's talking about how if he's in a meeting he's gonna pass and if they talk to him skipping out the door and like that is exactly how i felt so that's why i'm so passionate about this thing because it it, it has reached me on like levels that are they're unexplainable like how did he know what i was going through you know how did he know that i had just came from a meeting and needed to hear that someone else went through a meeting and wanted to leave too you know, and, and, and like, it's crazy. It, dude, it's just... It's almost like timed as a gift just for you. Universe. You know? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, not it's like a you wrote it to help me. Right, to help me. And, and it's he doesn't a tell me. for your message. 
Yeah, right. there's no such things as coincidences. Yeah, and now I get a chance to, to jump on the track and make some songs. Like, so I'm a hopeless romantic guy. I got a little bit of that. I got a little thug. I got <laughs> there's there's a nice mix in the album. I, I will say that. Um, and there's there's some tough stuff that obviously I need to I need to consider again for the first time. Now that I've heard some of the backstories to it, it's going to mean a lot more to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Dude, a lot of them is like, I have always had an issue with relationships. Whereas like, I just, <laughs> as much as I love that person, I, I can never express to them how much I love through action, but only words. Like I can tell someone I love them a million times, but if I don't show them I love them, then, what, then, then how, how, how do those words mean anything? And I've lost so many relationships because of saying and feeling like I felt it. Like when I told some of these people that I love them, I truly meant it, but my actions didn't add up to it. So I lost them. And in my music, I get a chance to set the story straight to say, look, I know that my actions didn't say that, but I want you to know how I really felt because it's easy to look at someone and say, how could he love me if he chose drugs every other time? How could he love me if he chose being homeless and, and, and losing his family every other time? But the fact is it wasn't because I didn't love them. It's because I hated me. You know I what I mean? Say, like I hated me so much that I couldn't love you because I didn't know how to love me. And that, that was the key there. And what, so I figured out how to love me, which I'm still exactly. working on. Don't get me wrong. I, I, there's no way I could love you if I hate me. Hey. And that's how, and, and every single time, that's why I can never figure out the formula. How do I keep this goal? This girl is amazing. She loves me for who I am and I love her to death. However, why do I still hate myself every night? You know, why do, well, why, you know, so. But the, the power that that gives you when you're able to put that into a lyric and make it feel like, you know what I mean? Like when you can get that emotion out and what that does for you, I mean, that's, that's better than any psychiatrist visit. I mean, yeah. Like that is that's 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 the drug you really should be looking for, you know. Yep. That that's the one that you got to hang on to. For sure. I it's love what you're doing, with you, man. But you also possess the power of like being able to effectively communicate and paint the picture with your words that most people can't. Right. Because right. they didn't get the chance. They didn't live long enough. Right. And and that's kind of like the, the the route I take is like. I don't want to just make a bunch of songs about like drug use and, and everything I went through, but I do want to make a bunch of songs about like solutions for that and like ways, ways out because there, you know, what's crazy is there's so many people out here that are addicted to something and they have no idea that there's another way. They have no idea that there's other, that, that like that's all they know is, Oh, I feel sad. Use. Oh, I feel mad. Use. They don't know that there's other ways to channel that energy or to find you know, and, and it's, it's, it's sad because, um, you know, I think the, the, the worst thing that can happen to an addict is to ever feel like they're alone because the second they feel like they're alone and by themselves is the only other alternative they have is to get high. And, and when they, and, and they get hot and what's crazy is they got to a point where I was getting high and I hated it. I wasn't getting high for enjoyment anymore. I was getting high because I hated it so much, but it was the only way that I could feel anything. And it's just, there's too many people out there right now that don't know there's another way. And, and I just hope that at some point, if you listen to any of my songs about addiction, that you know that you are not alone. There's someone that, that knows the same pain you're feeling. There's someone that knows exactly what you're going through. 
got out of it and didn't get high over it, you know, and, and, and that's what's so important about it. It's not about the fact that they have this, they have this stigma on addicts that once an addict, always an addict, but that's not true. Like the fact is we do recover. We find a way to recover. It's sometimes slow, sometimes fast. I'm a chronic relapser. I've gotten clean hundreds of times and relapsed, but now I don't, I no longer feel like I'm alone. I know that there are people that have the same problems as me, that have the same issues, that have the same thoughts, that want to get high, that their only outlet is that, but they lean on each other. And, 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 it, and it's beautiful, man, because dude, the second you don't feel like you're alone and the second you feel like there, there might be an alternative is the start, is, is that start that you need to finally get out of the grips of addiction, man, because dude, it, it is a shitty place to be in, man. When you are using like, against your will, when you, when you get high because you have to, not because you want to, that's when everything changed for me because it wasn't no longer about getting high with my friends. It was getting high so I didn't kill myself. It was getting high so I didn't just end everything. And, and I, I don't ever want to get back to that dark place again, man. So, so I just hope that anyone knows that you are not alone. Dude. You're not. There's, some, there, there, there's someone out there that you can talk to that knows what you're going through. They, they may not be able to have every solution for you, but I guarantee you they'll lend you an ear and a shoulder to cry on if you need it. And then... Sometimes that's all you need. I know that's what I needed. And, and, and I finally got that. So. Yeah, it sounds like he could uh, benefit from watching The Last Shaman. Oh, for real. Yeah, there's but I mean, a, that's, that's there's, a, there's a movie called The Last Shaman. You would really, you'd be really, uh, yeah, you would like that. I'll uh, I'll send you that on the the backside. That's an important message to put out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, like keep doing what you're doing, man. Fighting the good fight because you know if you you can sneak that in there, especially if it breaks the bars. You know what I'm saying? Was yeah, that, was that a pun? Was that then like it gets a, more attention? Was that a rap pun? Break the bars. That's exactly no. Well, wasn't a yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was a pun. We'll call it a pun. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, I'm just saying. He knows what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? I do. I do, you, brother. You can break the rhyme because it's needed. Yeah. Right. I feel you. Called poetic license. Did you, Lisa? <laughs> I don't even have a poetic license, Lisa. He's, he's right. He's right. I don't even have a Berman. <laughs> Fucking love me some weird signs. Sorry. The fact that my head is halfway up my ass. I'm perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but what, what do you mean? It breaks the bar. It breaks the cycle. Break, break that 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 thing that you never think that you can can, can break from because we're all just destined to do this because that's what we are. And but you're see, right, man. And I think that that exact idea speaks to more than just uh, what we would call chemical addiction. There are people that are addicted to having attention um, or, mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't matter what the, the continuous act is that perpetuates this cycle of self-loathing, but any and all of that really comes down to what could be clinically, uh, you know, defined as addiction, you know, so it doesn't have to be chemical. It can be hormonal, you know, it can be emotional, it can be physical. I mean, there's- The toughest part for anybody, anybody who's- who's a loved one or a family member of somebody going through something like that, it doesn't matter material possessions. It doesn't matter money. I mean, yeah, it helps because it's <laughs> less stress on your life, obviously, but... I like shit. <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't matter because if you can't get through these things, and, and I would agree that when I was writing more often, like it was a good way of me to get even if nobody ever heard it, it was a good way for me to get stuff off my chest. Oh, agreed. Because it, it allows you to understand it. And now it's physical exactly. and it's in physical space and you can you can go over it again. It's real. Yeah. It's no longer just a thought. And like, you know, 
what do you say? Like when you when you look at something you're afraid of, and you inspect it, it becomes smaller because, in a way, you understand it more fully, and you you can right. be less afraid of it. It's like one of those type of things. We well, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I mean that's I always put it too. That's why we classify and define things is because when we don't know them, it it scares us. But once we can give it a name, you know, if we can say this is a thing of whatever, then, you know, once it's definable, now it's like, oh, well, that's, it's just that. It takes a lot of the fear out of it. Yeah. It's not like it's, this. It's now understood or, you know, noted as. So it's, it's familiar at this point. What is it? That whole effect that comes over your, uh, when you're in a dark room and you have very little um, input from your surroundings, aside from sounds stuff like that that can really kind of make your mind wander. You're using yeah. a different part of your brain and that part of your brain is the creative side. So it, it, that's what makes all of these crazy monsters in your head. And the best thing you can do in even that situation is to look it in the eye. And then you realize there's really yeah. nothing there. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the Jordan Peterson thing. That's where it starts too, man. And the scary thing is if something's looking back at you. I mean, hey. And it's usually you. Well, it is, but it's <laughs> always, dude, it's always you. Right, right? Yeah. Do you see right? right? Agreed, agreed. That's deep, man. But that's true, though. Yeah. It is true. You know, and that's Well, the and that's what I was saying. All of this, this is a battle with self, man. That's really, that's all it is. It's a battle with self. Yeah. And who's, who's the easiest person to be able to outsmart you? You. No, like, right. Who knows all your tricks and can work around them? You. Yeah, like you, we we have a saying in recovery. It's, we we always say, "Who is the last person you use with?" And it's always myself. You know, like nobody else shoved a you know anything in me anything. here. But it was me. always me. Yeah. So I hear I hear you hundred percent, man. Yeah. No, Were you a, referring to um, sensory deprivation before? I would say more like uh, isolation. Um, um, Even just walking, you ever had to walk into a dark room to find to find a light switch? Like you actually have to walk into a com completely pitch black room and go off of memory to mm -hmm. know where the light switch is, and like those few moments that you're in complete that's sensory deprivation. That's and even for a couple of moments, like your brain, since it doesn't have enough information to form what it is that's making a sound on the other side of the room, like. Your brain will kind of create something. Who, who dare? Who dare? And it's always scary, dude. It's always like a freaking nun or something from like the movie. Like it's always something epic, dude. For me, it was an old gypsy woman. I don't know why. <laughs> I have no idea why. Yeah, dude. That's past crazy. life, I don't know. I don't okay, know. I don't want to get too out there. I just, <laughs> no, please, please. But I'm gonna tell you guys a story because you know what? You're only on the radio once. Um. So, or twice. I had this weird. I had this crazy thing where I would use and I would go into what's called psychosis. Right. Okay. So my brain would create people, voices, and things that were going on in my life that became my reality. So, like, like I'll put it to you this way: like I would get paranoid that my girlfriend was cheating. So when I video chatted her, I would see other people with her. Whoa. That wasn't even happening. Or I would, uh, the, now the story is I'm, I'm in a hotel room and I have court coming up. I have my girlfriend, my dad, my lawyer, and the judge are all talking to me outside my room, outside from my room. 
and they're telling me what's going to happen at court. I'm going to do 20 years in prison. They're adding charges to my thing the whole time. And I'm sitting there like holding on to my, my, my knees, like listening to it. And they're, they're adding time. And, and I fully accepted that I had to go to prison for 25 to life. And all I had was like a possession charge. And <laughs> so, but, the, but here's, here's the crazy part. So when that stopped, my first thought was to go get more drugs. It, it wasn't like that was so crazy and, and, and life shattering. My first thought after that was let's go get more because it'll be different this time. Definition of insanity. Well, exactly. repeating the same act over and over again, expecting a different outcome. I mean, that's yeah. you. That's you fooling yourself, though. You know what I mean? That's you. You. I mean, you play this magical game with yourself. Like you trick you. Who can trick you better than you? Right. You know that's what I'm saying. It's this. It's this battle with self, and I, I. I do agree that it all boils down to being able to start here first. You know. And learning how to reprogram. Well, yeah, and I mean, that's, and that's the thing is that you have to is because, I mean, like you were saying earlier today is that, you know, you have to love yourself in order for you to be able to even perceive that others can love you because you're like, if I can't even love me, then how can, how can anybody else love me? You know, as well as I'm also a firm believer is like, yeah, you can't, you can't love somebody else if you can't truly love yourself. So if you can't no. accept you for you, then how can you accept somebody else? That's, you know, like what you're saying, Gemini, is like, yeah, you have to start with yourself. And that's something I greatly believe in is once you can accept yourself, when you can be impeccable with yourself and, you know, validate and, and is, appreciate though, yourself for that, then you can extend it to everything else. It's easy to say. Oh, no, it, it, it is because you'll put unrealistic expectations <sighs> on that person. It's, it's You'll expect that say. person to know how you're feeling and what's going on with you without telling them and then get mad at them because they don't know enough about you to love you the right way, even though you never told them how to love you. It's crazy. That's the extension but, of assumption, like the four agreements we always talk about. But you, but you don't know, and that's the problem. You know I mean? Right, exactly. I, I want you to love me this to, way, but I don't know how to love you. Yeah. I don't even know how to tell you how you should be loving me because I don't even, <laughs> I have no baseline. No, no, you know? Yep. Not everybody yeah. gets that. Like, um, I mean, thankfully, I, I mean, I had a family that I never, I had my own issues and things to worry about, but I never, I never felt unloved and I never had to worry about where my next meal was coming from. So in a way, like I feel that I had a leg up. I didn't, I got a lot of opportunity that as some people would say I've squandered. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Fuck them. But then, you know, that's crazy. And, and, and I never would have either. I put myself in every, you know what I mean? Like some people make it out of addiction and they had nothing, but I had it. I just, I threw it away anyways. I mean, I didn't need that or it'll always be there. Has this turned into Dr. Philly? D? Or <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do, I do have a psychology degree. I mean, uh, you know, minor. Yeah, but I use that to. <laughs> yeah, but well, yeah, but I use that to help solve myself. I mean, that's that's where I started getting on my journey with myself, and you know, started questioning and becoming impeccable. And you know, I mean, that was when when I when I started asking myself the harder questions, but then also answering myself impeccably as possible. You know, being yeah. as honest with myself about how I felt about it or what it meant and what I can do to learn from it and grow and move forward. So, and, I mean, it's and I'm coming from a place where I had to deal with. Um, the real possibility that my father almost committed suicide when I was a kid, when I was like 13. Yeah, 13. Yeah. So, you know, I'm coming at it from a different angle and I don't know. <laughs> um, I think, I think, well, yeah, and, and, and that's, I'm sorry. There's, there's you nothing have to go you through can that. Say. And, 
There's absolutely when that's you're what the I, person that's causing the harm. It's 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 just as pain. Like, but but we don't ever think about the people. Like, how many nights my grandparents stayed up, like wondering if they're gonna get a call that I was dead. You know what I mean? And like, I just I didn't care because I was all about me. But then I want all these other people to care about me and love me. Yet I didn't care if they were worried about you know like so it, it's a first you have to forgive yourself obviously for what you've been through but dude if you don't love you you will have a lifetime of being a tornado in other people's lives period <sighs> i see and, that and that's shit just all what the it time. is well and that's i mean not in that exact fashion like you know I, I phrase it differently but yeah no that's that's why i always say if if whatever you're doing in your life if you're not truly hurting yourself or anyone around you what the, what the fuck can i say about any of that shit you know what I mean? So if right. you, cause I mean, I have friends that will recreationally use different substances and you know what? They still have full-time jobs. They still have families that love them, kids and everything. And you know, their shit is together. And it's like, well, you know what? If you can, if that's that one thing that you do here and there, because it just, it's like, Hey man, it's my thing. But, but you're, you're this completely amazing person who's good to themselves. And those are, and then, who the, f I can't say shit about that. You know what no. I mean? Like it may not be for either. me, but Dude, if that's what works for you, I mean, but that's the thing is I'm, I'm a firm believer in that kind of level of acceptance. You know, that's why I'm like, we shouldn't be saying you can't do anything. If anything, we should be restricting is like, you have to be good to yourself and good to everything else. Like, that's it. Like that, that's, you don't be a douche. W one rule done. You know, wanna, we don't wanna, need anything I, else on that. I want to see God. a whole, I want to see a whole. And I've been, I've been that douche off of that freaking hot dog and movie dude for too long. So I'm done being that douche. So I, that, I, that animated movie with Seth, uh, yeah, sausage Rogan, party. I yeah, sausage party. Yeah, sausage party. I've been that douche for way too long, man. And like, <laughs> I'm just ready to, you know, and he gets all pumped up. But no, I, I'm just, I've treated people like crap, man. And like, but I've expected them to still love me. And some of them still did. So who am I to get mad? You know, that's why when, when other people hurt, like, I can't, my whole outlook is different, dude. Cause I spent way too much. Like I spent like the majority of my life, not caring what happened. To us. Someone said to me that they said, Christian, you are the most selfish person in the world who doesn't give a fuck about themselves. And that rang with me because like, as, as much as I don't care about me, I don't care about anyone else either. So like I'm, I'm, but I want them to, because I so I'm so alone and I'm so hurt, but who am I to sit here and complain about the cards I'm being dealt when I'm the, when I'm the dealer, you know what I mean? And, so, so it got to a point where my, my life was no longer about just simply like figuring out how to stop doing drugs. It was about like, how, how in the hell can I love myself enough to let someone else know that, that they can be loved too? You know what I mean? And not just loved in the sense of where they have to like love other people, but how can I let someone else know that they have to love themselves first? And, 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 and it's been this, this battle with me, man. Cause I, cause, cause I'm such a, Find I'm such a codependent person. We don't talk about codependency enough. Like, I need ways. somebody else in my life to feel validation. Find new so and how in the hell could I ever all of this in in music form, and that's what you have to keep doing. <laughs> because dude, I know, and then, dude, I'm telling you, because even if like, five people are listening, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's seriously, I like it's it's, and the reason I said that to go back to the quote that you put me on the the five people listening was. I said, this is doing something for you and I that it, I don't care if it never goes anywhere. That's why I said you and I already helped each other and, and so ourselves. fuck the haters out there. <laughs> <laughs> haters gonna hate, No, I'm hate, sorry. Hate. That wasn't plural yet. 
Fuck that right. hater out there. Fuck them three. Fuck them well, three haters. Fuck them. Well, but so we only know of one hater because they've actually reached out. We well, might have more. Spoken, but yeah, I don't we know. We might have right. more if we're lucky enough. If the tree doesn't fall in the woods, I'm not going to hear it. That's what I'm saying. Right. But yeah, no, once you have haters, that means you've made it. Because, you know, once you've done something where people have to bitch about you, then it's just I mean, like, it's true. it's true. I just, I'm just trying. Right. And at, and at yeah. the end of the day, dude, I have been, like I was telling Philly, like I got some stuff going on. Like, dude, this conversation alone has helped me more than I could ever explain to you. So like, that's the main thing. Like, that's what it is, man. It's not about that. It's about like, like everything we're talking about, man. Like having this conversation with three people that, you know what I mean? It's just is 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 more more plentiful and more rewarding than fifteen thousand people listening to it. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to go to bed tonight clean. I'm going to go to bed tonight feeling better about myself, and I'm going to go to bed knowing that a couple other people understand. You know? Not only that, but more so than like our usual recordings, it's like this may spark a conversation that people turn us back down to one, and they just talk. And I I've said many a time, that's exactly what I want to happen. I want this to initiate a conversation and whether it's quirky and goofy and scientific and, or it involves aliens. Like, I don't care. Like have a conversation, just yeah. be yourself and just, Hey, what if is this, all this stuff we've been hearing is actually true. Do legit just bullshit with one another. Like push the limits, have fun and just have a fucking conversation man. or stuff like this. Like, like, well, we had, we've had our episodes. We've had our episodes where, uh, Philly D was going through some stuff, and yeah, I basically was at a place. I got where, a call on Valentine's evening. Yeah, well, and, and my literal expression was, "I'm okay with not being here anymore." I'm like, dude, I'll I be didn't, there in an hour. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't make the expression, "I'm willing to end my life" or "I want to be dead." I just, I literally was at a place where you almost just like, you know what? With the way things are, it's like. I'm cool with not being here tomorrow. Like I'm, I'm ready to just not care or feel anymore, and just fuck it, flow through life until I do die. I wouldn't say I'd been missing work, Bob. Yeah, no shit. But you know, and yeah, and I mean, I was just, I, I needed to just say that and get it out, and so I called him and said that, and he's like, "I'm on my way," and I was like, "All right, cool, whatever." I was like, "I'll be home in a and little bit," but you know, we spoke for five minutes before I went turn the mics on. Yeah, which that was the this first time. This is why we're time. here. Turn the mics on. Let's do it. And that was literally the first time he was ever the one. Because normally I'm like, bro, can we get the show on the road? Like the mics are set. Let's mm -hmm. rock. Can we get the? Can we? Can we start recording? And he, for the first time, was like, "Let's go. Let's get turn, this shit." Turn rocking. the mics on. Let's get it out. Oh yeah, he started. He's like trying to grab the. He's just like, I know where this goes, and he just <laughs> stepped right the fuck. In. He's like, I'm doing this shit. That's a brother, man. Hell fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> But, that's yeah. fucking cool as shit, dude. Jesus <laughs> Christ, that's awesome, man. Well, yeah, so, I mean, that's why uh, the funny thing, you so know, cool. ironically, is that's, I say that's the night he saved my life because he brought me back to understanding that it is okay to feel and that I was in a place and it's like I had to do my thing. But the, the bigger point was is when we were younger is I physically saved his life and he, like, emotionally, spiritually saved. But the same thing is... is you are not alone. <laughs> but, yeah, we've, as, as best I friends of 30-plus years, you. we've actually saved each other's lives we've touched each other's lives i'm pretty sure I've, your children have touched me right right saw that shit happen in your head no i saw you were good yeah yeah i fucking <laughs> but yeah no that's um and, th and that's why we say your yeah, children you know, touched me and i'm sure i touched, touched them too oh my god oh my god uh, yeah school of right yeah if you don't school leave, of rock, we, yeah, yeah we quote movies hard as shit but 
But yeah, no, that's and that's right. the beautiful thing about why we really want to do what we do because it's not only just like getting that conversation to happen. It's not just sparking that like, oh yeah, I got to turn this down. They just said this. Let's talk about it. It's it's yeah. really more about touching yourself to the degree that it's like I can be in touch with myself instead of just I touch myself. You know, none of that <laughs> shit. <laughs> Those vitals, but yeah, but you can actually like love yourself, which means then you can extend it out externally and yeah. love everything else around you. That's why we always in our shows would be good to yourself be good to everything else because it's just like be good to everyone else yeah but yeah and that's I mean, sure. that's what you should be doing because you know you gotta love yourself sure. first How did, and you have to remember that part of being selfless starts with self and you have to be selfish in order to be selfless that's absolutely true damn I say that shit all the time I mean you can't that's you the only way to be selfless fill is you someone have else's to be, cup if yours isn't full you yeah. know what I mean like, right, that's the you whole. Gotta overfill yours, and there's so no, it fills into all the other cups. Yeah. There's no reason why you're not worth it, and you're the only one you have to convince. And that's the weird mm -hmm. thing about it. Like it's, it's such a strange, it's like, so weird. It's so weird. No, like I. Um, <laughs> so wait, even I, that phrase where it's like love your neighbor like you love yourself. Nobody thinks about the second part supposed to love yourself first because how can you love your neighbor better than you love yourself yeah no shit exactly well maybe that's the pro maybe that's the problem with the world the, the, so 23 exactly. seconds ago they don't finish it off there's no there's no happy ending uh, on any of it uh, I feel so good I'm sorry is that an extra 50 bucks plus 10 fuck oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love how she doesn't say anything and then she just drops this like yeah. emotional bomb and then just mutes oh, yeah. it again. <laughs> oh yeah. No, this is this is what JD is good for. She um she inserts appropriate <laughs> facts, information, and mic drops. Yeah, you know, she's like a pocket right, book. It's neither a pocket nor a book. Discuss and just like backs away right. and then puts the mic on mute while she has a conversation. Yeah, pretty with much. Hubby. Yeah, no, she <laughs> she topic bombs and bounces, but like and grenade. What do you got? Chopper <laughs> like, oh, grenade run out of the room. Pretty much. Duck and run. Yeah, no, it's Yeah. It's what we do. So what, what are you, what are what are what are your guys' favorite? Like if you had to pick one, like if you were stuck in a car for the rest of your life and oh, you Lord. could only listen to one song, what would it be? Oh, dude, none of them, because it would ruin my favorite. Urban dance squad routine. Yeah, I can answer that question. Okay. There's a lot, but there's one I can listen, and it's 14 minutes long, probably because there's so many different people in it. But I got to give it up, Rapper's Delight. Dude, is that that's, the hip up? It's hard to say any song because any song can get so annoying. Well, yeah, no, so you make that point in how I met your mother. They have a tape deck in a Fiero, and it's um the proclaimers, uh the five hundred mile song where I would and it's just and that's the and the tape will never come out, so it just keeps playing it's Side A and side B. So it's just over and over oh and over. That's like a little slice of hell right there. Well, so there's a there's a scene where they're showing a flashback where Especially if you like the song to begin with. Where the uh, the two right. guys um are are road tripping, you know, because it's like spring break college or whatever, or third Thanksgiving break. So they're like driving across because they're like one's going to Ohio, the other one's to Minnesota. So it's like, hey, I'm on my way, you know. And he gets in the car and it's just like this the song just keeps looping. He's like, I um I'm, and he just, he's like, don't worry. 
It'll come back around again. Also, it's like 30 minutes later. It's like, I will walk. And they're just like going at it like freaking Wayne's World style with Queen and just like pounding only it out. one song for hours. But my favorite part is like so far into the song. So I did have to wait like almost the whole 14 minutes to get to like my champion spot. <laughs> but that gives you that something to look forward to. That's what I'm saying. Like, you, you know, so yeah, you might get to a spot where you're like, fuck, I can't listen to this. Well, then turn it off. And then all of a sudden you're like, you know what? I, I can't, I can, yeah. And you turn it right back on. It'll happen, man. Hmm. So like. Yeah, wasn't it Tommy? Mine to be Incubus Dig. Okay. Um, oh, yo, um, Incubus. Yeah, the, one of their tracks I could probably listen to over and over. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I was, Incubus, I've seen them live a couple times and they're, yeah, brand, he, he's just, they're just really good. What was the one on the okay, end I, of the, was it Wish You Were Here album? What? Dig? Like I know some shit oh, or something. The, the <laughs> I don't know. Um, we got that's why we have a fact checker. I'm, just, I'm, dude, trying, I, I'm I trying think to think. Dude, of the Dig was off the. the he's album on this more than you are. The drive out. First fucking time. He's like, that's why we have it. fucking do. I know. High fives to you, my friend. That's he's, he's telling me stuff. He's got that. That's what I'm saying. Why like, am I tripping over shit I know is there? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, so that's my thing is like, I could listen to that song over and over again because the Urban Dance Squad routine is very much, um, it's like upbeat and kind of like got a little bit of almost like a jazz rhythm to it, but you know, with an upbeat tempo and, but at the same time, very lo-fi, like it's a crazy, uh, you know, oh, what do you want to call it? The, the freaking Mary Poppins mix where it's like spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down, but it's actually like going up in pitch while you're saying down. So it's this cognitive dissonance that it gives you this sense of relaxing, but at the same time, you're still kind of like bopping with it. And it's all about being stuck in routines, but good routines that make you feel good. Because one of the lines is like, I feel like taking a bath and putting my feet up. And it's all about that routine where it's like, you know what? I have to take that moment and just relax. I just got to enjoy it for what it is. Did the song I was thinking about when you... It was on the first song I thought about when you asked the question is actually, um, is it Massive Attack? The hymn of the big wheel. I mean, if it's the one song you're always talking about, that yes, massive attack. For Incubus. No, the, no, but no, Incubus. The group, the, Incubus there was another song, but the first song I thought about when you asked that question was massive okay. attack. Hymn of the big wheel. H y m m or h y m? Yeah, h y m m. Right. M n. M n. That's what it is. Hymn. I knew there was another letter over there that was. There was. <laughs> whatever. Him, that's how you, yeah, MN. God, I something. Do you think you would get sick of the song? I think any song I would get sick of. No. See, I don't, I don't know. That's why I want to do How long are you going to be in the car for? I should have thought of this question before I asked it. How long are you in the car for? You forever. I'm in the car for like 16 hours at a stretch sometimes. Where I'm only out for a half an hour the entire trip. No, this is, this is what I'm saying. This is the bus ride to hell, and that's why it's hell because the bus ride never ends. And you know, right. the wheels on the bus, and it's song. just this one song <laughs> over and over again. Oh. Yeah, but it like full volume, like Guantanamo style, where they're trying the to like ninety nine bottles of beer, <laughs> take one down, pass it around, ninety eight <laughs> bottles of. Oh, sorry. I could do that shit. But oh. see, that's, I've, <laughs> see, and I had to change that thing to uh, ex- like knowing what the outcome would be anyways and still doing it you know what i mean like that 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 that's what was so crazy is like it, it wasn't doing the same thing expecting different results it was doing the same thing knowing what was going to happen and doing it anyway that's what my addiction was 
Dude, and that's why I said that that goes to more than just chemical because there's emotional responses and things of that nature where that stuff comes in where you get people that are addicted to TikTok or YouTube or Facebook or Insta or how many likes can I get? How many, you know, do it's Oh, it's addiction. a dopamine trip. No, no matter or what it is. Drama, it's a dopamine like, trip is what it is. TV, other yeah. Stuff. Yeah, everyone has a vice, man. Everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure. but, uh, just you know, having a vice this, not to have would be, you know, math and fetish. Because that's just a really bad vice to have. Because you know, <laughs> heaven forbid it should be love. You know what I'm saying? Right. Have, you know, like, certain side effects. That's, that's not very manly. <laughs> like I just need, I need. I'm L Cool J. I just need love. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ladies love Cool James, man. They yeah. really do. <laughs> <laughs> or like the Beatles. All you need is love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, that's that's what we're all chasing, and I think that's what's at what's at the root of all this. And like we said, if it if it doesn't start at home, it doesn't count for anything. Right. You know, and it's so hard. Exactly, Gemini. Damn. It's bro. so hard to get that and you lesson. Also, and I, you I can got learn to, these things. I got so. to learn it through my dad, which was different. Yeah. You know, I got to learn it in a different way because I hit rock bottom when that happened, but I had to be strong. You know, I had to see him walking in after all this had transpired. And having to give him my honest opinion, even though it hurt like hell, mm-hmm. you know, and that's man, wow. like I grew up that day, you know what I mean? Yeah, unwillingly. But <laughs> <laughs> what had happened was, I mean, that's what had happened. Yeah, man. I'm saying there's no ifs, ands, or. But see, in this, I think this goes back to the when we were talking about music and how you try to force it. Sometimes, when when you're not forcing it, when you're just being open to that moment, all of a sudden, that's when things just kind of happen. Yo, just like everything else, we said it's like, isn't it like getting out of your own way? Pretty much. I mean, allowing yourself to be okay. Is this going to be weird? Are people going to think differently of me if I say this? Like, don't even. You have to just let all that go. Pretty much, because it's it. This is your art. This is how you get this out. This is how you express. This is, you know, yeah. you can't you can't tell me my like what is it? You know, I can be wrong about many factual things, but I can't be wrong about emotions. Mm-hmm. It may not be something you understand, but <laughs> I can't be wrong about emotions. They're mine to have. Well, that's why I say right. everybody has an opinion, and it's a valid opinion. However, it doesn't mean that I have to, you know, value your opinion. I can at least validate that you have one and that you're entitled to it. Doesn't mean I got to agree with that shit, but no, I at no, least no, have no. to respect yeah. the fact that hey, you're you're entitled to have these feelings just as I am, and they can be the same. They can be different. It doesn't matter. I don't have to agree with you, but I at least let I have to validate your, you know, your human experience. Agree to disagree. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that's a, that's a great way to say it. And yeah. I agree, agree to disagree. <laughs> I, I agree with the agree to disagree. Here, <laughs> the eyes have it. I don't know. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. You know shit. <laughs> well, we're getting close to that time anyway. I mean, you know, that's... Uh, but, you know, it's so strange that we got deep there for a minute. I don't know what happened. Did you... <laughs> like, we're all... We're all like best friends. <laughs> Do we just be? I don't tell. I don't tell this to you know anybody anymore. So. But now you're telling it to everybody that listens to us, which not right. that's, not well, that that's a huge crowd. Hey, we it is growing. We have a worldwide audience at this point. Well, we hell yeah. yeah. No, we've had people listen to us in Sri Lanka, Madagascar, Australia, Finland, Czechoslovakia, Canada. Um, <laughs> we speak truth. 
Well, dude, no, I, 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 again, going back to the whole slug thing and you know, and things of that nature, is there is a rawness and honesty in our impeccable actions. We attempt to speak as intelligent as possible while still being complete jackasses, of course. But right. there's there's an honesty in our expression. You know, and I think that's 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 the core of our gift, as we would call it. We want to see other people do this well, I mean, for themselves how much, and others. How much has really changed from the time we turn on the mics? I mean, not a whole lot. It's just that we're more cognizant of the fact that there's mics on. But you are. <laughs> but I'm saying before that, before that, it was just a conversation. Has it really changed? Because this is what we do for each other. Like Correct. It's, it's no different to bring somebody else in, and everyone's my brother or sister. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I wouldn't yeah. think twice about about listening to anybody's problems and and talking through it because I know from experience that that's how you work through things. Fuck yeah, that's man. one of the ways. I mean, oh, well. dude, this has been like, guys, this is <laughs> high five, dude. I like you guys are slap fucking... hands. <laughs> Seriously, man, like you guys are really cool, and I won't blow a bunch of smoke, but just know that this is one of the most genuine conversations I've had ever. So I, I really appreciate it, guys. That, that's what we do here, man. So we appreciate that. Thank well, you for getting yeah. us and being a part of it. For we're going to either way be following you now because you're part of the family. So, <laughs> oh, you know, dude. I mean, we're, I pump them out like crazy. I mean, that's the thing is on the backside, support wise, like we're we all throw each other around. Like, yo, check this out. Hey, you know, if you got anybody that's into this. Because, you know, I've had a couple of different posts where it's like, hey, we're looking for new music. And I'm just like, here you go, guys. I want to bring that who dude. Who wants to put their shit together? I seriously like, want to bring that dude, Dano Art, on. Hey, well, that's another I'm, conversation we had on another time. Yo, you got to look this dude up. This dude does artwork on whiteboard. Yeah, we, we got to. It's freaking hilarious. But anyway. Yes. Yeah, if, if you, <laughs> stop talking. If you want to continue the conversation, please hit us up at itydirectionsmusic.org if you want to get all of us or if you want to hit us up individually. Hit me up at G-E-M-I-N-I at directionsmusic.org. Bleep, bork, bleep. You send someone in to torch me. I mean, don't type the bleep or bleep. That's <laughs> don't you know that's you know directionsmusic.org. It stops right there. Uh, but yeah, no, you can hit me up uh, phi double l y d at directionsmusic.org. But yeah, this yeah, is, I gave uh, him a D. I'm I'm telling you uh, with Philly D. This is Gemini. Look at the crack And our guest, Tita. Thank you guys so much. Word. Yeah, we uh, and family, we appreciate you. Uh, thank you so much for stopping by and checking us out. And uh, as always, uh, be good to yourself. Be good to everyone else. Much love. Peace. 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 <laughs>